lived in a world of death. I've watched people I've loved die. Some fast with a bullet. Some not enough left to bury. Hello and welcome to Slycast, and this is an episode that we are so happy to bring you because the band is back together. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since myself and Jeff Hewlett have been on a live mic on Slycast together. Jeff, Dude. welcome to our show. Thanks, man. Dude, it has been forever, man, and I've been missing this. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit pre-show about this, and I am so amped. To be back here uh, behind the mic for Slycast. And you know what? Let me just say real quick thank you to all of the Slycast listeners who have been talking to us on Facebook uh, over this time that we've been away. Uh, It's just so heartening to know that you all are listening to the show and and talking back to us and appreciating everything. You know, I've just been completely humbled to see the reaction to the show, uh, even though, you know, we haven't really done much for yeah. a while. Yeah, right on. I mean, it, it's, it's, it was one of the, the things right out of the gate that amazed me about this show that kind of just started as just a fun little thing we did. And yeah. it was the outpouring of support and the, the, you know, the response from the fandom that we saw. So, yeah. um, it's been an exciting couple of years for Sly and it's been an exciting couple of months as Sly fans, you know, we're coming off of Creed 2, and mm-hmm, right cool. around there, we also had uh, the announcement that they had started filming Last Blood, which comes out mm-hmm. in September. Now, before we talk anything uh, about the trailer that just came out, Jeff, I want to get your feelings on where you are or where you were prior to the trailer with Last Blood, especially after seeing those set photos that Sly released on his Instagram that showed a very different looking Rambo. You know, I, I, I'm going to flip my cards here and, you know, everyone's listening to a Sly podcast right now. So you're not going to be surprised by this, but I've been completely amped for this since inception. Um, you know, the, the original set photos that we saw got me super amped for this movie and the, the trailer uh, you know that we that we're going to talk about being you know a, a bit different. I'm not upset about that. Like I just want to see this movie. I want to see Sly's vision for the final Rambo film. And uh, you know I, I I'm I'll hold on to my comments about the actual trailer. I don't want to I don't want to get into that right now since we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know I, in my mind Sly is so underappreciated for being, I think he's like the king of, 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 I don't want to say reboots because they're not reboots, but the king of revitalizing franchises, like every franchise of his own that he has, uh, you know, restarted recently has just been exceptional to me. You know, Rocky, Rambo, the Creed movies, he's delivered incredible performances in every single one of them. As far as I'm concerned, I I have not been disappointed in anything he's done. So I have my expectations for Rambo five are through the roof at this point. Yeah. And, and um, it's an excellent point. And I think I had talked with, uh, with Ryan from going the distance about this when we did the sort of photo reactions is it's best 
to give Sly the benefit of the doubt based Agreed. on his track record. So, Agreed. Um, you know, I kind of turned the corner on the on the new look of Rambo um, with my discussion with Ryan. And mm. um, as we started to learn more and more about the movie, uh, if anything, I've been just intrigued more than anything else because it's clear that we're not going to see a movie like we've seen before. And, and that's not to say that all four of the, the Rambo movies that we have seen are, are the same because they're really not, but they all no, kind not. of feel like they work together. And, and this film, at least based on the trailer, and we'll start talking about the trailer, I guess in, in a minute is it feels like uh, this film really opens things up. Is that, is that your takeaway as well? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, I guess, you know, well, let's just, let's just, you know, put this away and, and start talking a little bit about the trailer because yeah. I, I don't think we can possibly avoid it at this point. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of things in this trailer that stood out to me. And one thing that stood out to me very prominently versus uh, uh, John Rambo is, you know, we've got lone Rambo again. Mm -hmm. You know, Rambo is the, the sole focus. As far as we've seen in the trailer, maybe there's other stuff going on that we are not seeing yet. But we're going back to like the Rambo 3, Rambo 2, Rambo, where he's, you know, the lone wolf. Yeah. And I was skeptical for the previous Rambo movie because he was being assisted by a, a band of mercenaries. But we all know that turned out incredibly well. Yeah. Um, so... You know what? What? What can we expect from this this next Rambo movie where he's kind of going it alone? I mean, there's some parts of that trailer that are kind of dire uh, with Rambo on his own. And you know, I, I know we're going to talk about all that stuff as we walk through the trailer, but I think that Sly's going to pull it off. I, I just don't. I, I don't see with his past performances, the latest last movies that that have come out over the last few years. Um, I, I think he knows how to make a good Rambo movie, just like he knows how to make a good Rocky movie and how that translated into Creed. I just don't see how I can possibly doubt him uh, at this point. His track record is just too good. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to say that this is being billed as a teaser trailer, but it's still it's like a pretty 90, full trailer. Yeah. It's 90 seconds long and it almost kind of picks up at the, you know, where, the last movie let yep. off where he is he's on his the the family ranch yep and we get that that voiceover from Rambo and um we see him at a grave on the family farm or yeah, ranch is that his parents is it his I parents I assume grave? it I I I want to say that I probably think it's his dad that's what I was thinking too yeah but you know I think it's pretty significant that the beginning of this trailer uh, you know, the title of the movie obviously is is Last Blood, yeah. and the trailer begins with him talking about death. Right. And is that a foreshadowing? <laughs> I mean, are we are we thinking that Rambo's going to die in this movie? Uh, obviously, the the title leads you to believe that, and a lot of the trailer might lead you to to believe that too. And uh, you know, uh, you know, we as a we as an audience, like I said, he, he's. From listening to the, the the very beginning of the trailer, it, it's obvious that that Rambo's lived a life of pain. Yeah, and uh, you know we think that maybe as, as watching, especially Rambo two and three, we think that maybe Rambo enjoys what he's doing. But I think there's so much more of an other side to that 
just or these even couple on of that. lines. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. These, these couple of lines that we hear at the very beginning of this trailer. Uh, you know, maybe Rambo is he he obviously is struggling uh, with his past, and you know I think we're going to see a lot of that in this movie, and I, I hope that we get to learn a lot more about you know his uh, you know PTSD is a very tender topic. But I hope we get to learn a lot of more about what he really feels about how his life has gone down yeah. and all the choices that he's made. And I think that through this trailer, it feels like he's going to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to help me along here, because, you know, I'm notoriously bad at this kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, we get the, the voiceover and it shows him uh, at home. Mm. Uh but it, it cuts away from the home life stuff, and we see what looks like is probably a sequence that's going to be in Mexico with him on the rooftop. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I've read a couple of, um, you know, like kind of rumor synopses of this movie, and from what I've read, it, it seems like a, a, a friend of his uh, had a, a daughter that was kidnapped on a trip to Mexico by perhaps a human trafficking ring or a drug cartel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, so the Mexico shots didn't surprise me no. uh, at all. Rambo's going to go to Mexico to try to find this daughter. And um, I, I think that's where a couple of the shots that we see in the trailer are probably going to take place. And I think that's where this uh, gang cartel, what have you, uh, is going to draw that first blood. Yeah, so it makes me ask this question, Jeff, because we get some tunnel stuff in the trailer, and then we end up yep. back at home, uh, where it, I want to talk about that sort of home alone sequence. Um, but first, I want to talk about like that rooftop scene looks really, really serious. There's what yeah. twenty or twenty five guys surrounding at least, him, at least, and there's a couple of shots where it seems like it's a, a perspective from Rambo, you know, getting beat down. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the first blood scene? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm assuming now, before seeing the movie, that that's that's where this cartel or whatever you have you draws that first blood and influences him to do some of the stuff we see later in the trailer. Um, you know, we're gonna talk about a little bit more of the later parts of the trailer, but um, obviously, you know, R- Rambo's always gone into situations, uh, especially in First Blood where he was very passive uh, and he didn't make any motions towards aggression until someone was an aggressor to him. Right. And I think they're, they're putting that theme into this movie where he's going into a situation, you know, passively, peacefully trying to find this person uh, who's disappeared and he's not willing to be the aggressor uh, until they force him into it. And I, I don't I, I don't know necessarily if that's the point where they force him into it, but you know, knowing what we know about the movie and seeing this trailer, I, I kind of feel like that particular scene is where they force him into becoming Rambo again, and you know that that switch flips in his head, and he goes into that mode where it, it's all about taking these guys out. So, I, I, was that your impression? Yeah, because it's it's interesting because clearly the stuff back at the house is the end of the movie because I I don't want to jump to the end of the trailer here, but at the end of the trailer, we see a pretty beat up Rambo. It looks like he's got two serious, serious wounds in his Mm. back and his face is all bloodied. 
So that seems to me like it's the climax of the film. So it's really interesting to watch that rooftop scene, you know, because at first watch, I immediately thought, well, that's the end of the movie. But then you see all the stuff at the home and you're like, well, obviously that's the end. So do you want to, Jeff, sort of take us a little bit through this trailer? I know you, you took some pretty good notes. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we talked about the beginning of the trailer where Rambo's talking about death. And that, that really stood out to me because I think it's a it's a great foreshadowing of what may happen in this movie. I know in previous, uh, you know, Rocky Balboa uh, and, and the Creed movies, you know, we theorized that Rocky was going to die. I mean, he didn't die. But the title of this movie and the tone of this trailer really kind of feels like this is it for Rambo. So the foreshadowing at the beginning of the trailer really kind of stuck out to me as a, a, a marker that says – we should probably expect the death of Rambo uh, in this movie. I hope not, but we may very well see it. So there's a little quick scene in this trailer where we see Rambo on a horse. I don't know if we knew he was an accomplished horseman mm-hmm. before, well, but I thought that was kind of cool that yeah. he was enjoying himself riding riding a horse around the ranch. That That's kind of a happier scene. Yeah, we did get the horse stuff, the horse play, if you will, in Rambo 3. <laughs> so we at least knew bit. that he had – he knew some how skills. to ride a horse. Yeah, some skills. And I, I like that, that, that that's in the trailer and I'm, I'm – you know, I, I hope we get to see a little bit of happy, peaceful Rambo, at least at the beginning of this movie, because the guy's been through so much and we've been through so much with him. So it would be nice to see him. It's obvious that he's living on the ranch by himself. Yeah, that was a, another big takeaway for me. And, and I mean, they they kind of hammer that home when you see the grave there, which I have to imagine is a fresh grave. Mm. Um, I mean, I know we talked about personally, I, we have we haven't done a Rambo uh, John Rambo episode yet, but I know we talked personally about that movie a oh, lot. Yeah. We saw it together. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I always assumed that at the end of that movie, when he's walking up the, the long trail to his family's ranch, mm-hmm. that his dad was there. And I Someone even joked, had to be there. Yeah. It and looked I even, like it was still an active ranch. Yeah. Yeah. And I even joked with, um, I think Ryan on the, uh, the, the photo reaction episode about, you know, like Rambo probably got inside and his dad was like, uh, when are you going to cut that hair or something, you know, which, <laughs> you know, would be like, you know, hey, I haven't seen you in, in 35 years or whatever, but I'm going to give you a hard time about your long hair, which sort of justifies him having, you know, you know, yeah. a normal haircut for the first time, probably yeah. since he was a young, probably since he was in the military. Yeah. Well, you know, that that makes me think that I hope we have some at least some flashbacks uh to when he first got to the far i'm glad that this is a probably not a direct continuation of the end of the the previous movie there's obviously a time gap that's going to happen but i hope we at least get a couple of flashbacks from when rambo you know finished his walk onto that ranch and and understand what happened when he got there uh with, with whoever was still alive at time because we haven't gotten really much backstory uh, for Rambo from a familial aspect. Yeah. And and that I think that would really humanize him a lot more and, and make him so much more relatable. Yeah, totally. And, and I think also we're going to at least need to see that there was a point where 
Rambo started to live a normal life again because yes. you, you could argue that until he gets back on that ranch, his life wasn't normal. He was living in Thailand. He was living in what Burma or whatever. Yep. Um, so it almost feels to me, and you talked about a switch before that, like coming home really helped sort of flip that switch back to the normal side. So that's yeah. going to hopefully make his his switch back. Uh, that much more heartbreaking and and i'll say mm-hmm. this jeff as much as i don't want it to happen like you don't want it to happen like nobody wants it to happen i think that if they handle rambo's death in more of a way where it feels like it's what he what he's earned mm-hmm. uh, i think the audiences will be on board with that if we see that he's lived this life of extreme pain through what he he went through in his life and death for him will be a release that could be a really sort of powerful and impactful yes satisfying ending for for the fans and by no means do i want to see rambo die i i I don't think we should ever see rambo or rocky die but um, i agree if we do from a storytelling standpoint i could see it working yeah well listen Everyone is going to die at some point. And with these fictional characters, you know, all of us fans hope for a satisfying end for like them. Like Kirk in Generations. <laughs> y- yeah, no, I was going to bring that up, actually. Thank you for, for leading me into that. Let's let's not have a Captain Kirk ending to this. Let's have a more of a Spock ending yeah. to this. You know, we as fans... And I know fan expectation is not something that all filmmakers take into account when they're making a film, but I think that Sly is tuned in enough to his fan base that he's going to give – if, if Rambo does die, he's going to give us a satisfactory ending that we can all accept and buy into and get something from. Like in the final Rocky movie and the Creed movies – each one of those movies, there were rumors that Rocky was going to die, mm-hmm. and there was speculation on how he was going to die. And of course, in Creed One, he's get he's got cancer, and people were telling, "Oh, the cancer is going to take him out," but he survived, and he's still with us. And I think that you know Sly is smart enough about these movies that he is going to make sure that if we're going to lose Rambo. Uh, as fans, he's going to take Rambo out in a way that satisfies us, that gives us a sense of closure uh, to his life, and I I have a lot of confidence that in that I I you know his performance over all of these years in in restarting these franchises, it just leads me to believe that he is very in tune with what the fans are looking for. And I, I think if he's going to kill off Rambo, and I know this this is the last Rambo movie. He's going to do it in such a way that it satisfies us. And if he chooses to let Rambo live, he's going to also do that in a way that satisfies us uh, as fans. He's going to let Rambo go out in a way that uh, is going to be, uh, you know, fulfilling to Rambo. It's going to be redemptive uh, to Rambo because, you know, he obviously watching this trailer, he's got a lot of issues. He's got he's suffering with PTSD, obviously. Um, he's got a lot to reconcile within himself and, you know, he's got to deal with all of that stuff. And if he lives through this movie, the, the events of this film 
in rescuing this this girl maybe will give him the redemption that he needs to move on with his own life and live it out peacefully yeah. in a way that he is happy and is able to reconcile his own past. And, you know, whether he lives or he dies, you know, I know that we're going to get a satisfactory end as fans, not like the death of Captain Kirk in Generations. But <laughs> what, if he flip, what if he flips the script and gives us an ambiguous ending and I'm not sure if you ever saw the movie Drive um, I did and I kind of feel like we're far enough removed from Drive that we can talk about this without pissing anybody off about spoilers mm. but in the end of that movie he gets stabbed in, in the abdomen and then kills the guy that stabbed him and gets in a car mm. and drives away and we never really know if he lives or dies I mean would you be satisfied with that kind of ending where it's left up to us to sort of decide if Rambo lives or dies. I would, um, but I will put a caveat on that. I love ambiguous endings. Mm-hmm. It's by I do far too. my favorite. I, I love being able to contemplate it and think about it and decide for myself. I know a lot of people are not. Most of my friends are totally not okay with ambiguous endings. They want total closure. They want to be told what happens. They want to be told what the outcome is. And I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can totally see that perspective. But for me, I've always really loved endings that made me think. And uh, to me, those are the most impactful endings. Um, you know, I, thinking back to the end of, um, and sorry, I know this is completely out of the sly genre, but uh, the, the ending, the Battlestar Galactica, the mm-hmm. reboot, totally left you with your own decision about what you thought that ending meant. And I love stuff like that. So if that was the ending, I'd be totally cool with that. And, you know, I know other people may not be, and that's totally your thing. Uh, not, not to put a slight on anybody else, but, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that as well. I, you know, would I love closure? Absolutely. This is a character that I, I met in my youth and I've, I've grown with and I've watched all these movies as I've grown up. And I've adored these movies, and I I, I love Sly, uh, and I would love to have some kind of final closure. But if he chose to give us an ambiguous ending that that I had to decide for myself, I'd be totally cool with that. Right on, right on. Now let's talk a little bit about the the Home Alone part of this uh, trailer. And I didn't even make a Home Alone connection until I saw somebody reference it on Twitter. As surprising as this may sound, Jeff, and it might not be surprising to you because you might have felt this as, as well, when I saw those scenes in the trailer, it made me think of him in the woods in First Blood. Yeah. Especially when you see some of those, you know, Rambo-made, you know, traps. Oh, my God. Those crossbows attached to the door, dude? Yeah. Uh-huh. Unreal. Yeah. So it, it really made me feel like it took me back to First Blood when he's yeah. in, the, in the in the forest. Totally. You know, and and he's picking off the you know sheriff's deputies one by one. Yep, yep. No, I, and that's what made me feel so good about the the lone wolf Rambo that we see in the trailer because, you know, Rambo three to me is a very enjoyable film, but it's super unrealistic. But the way that this trailer made this look is that Rambo is doing a lot of prep work. Yeah, uh, he's thinking this whole thing out, and he's using right? his environment. Yes, he's using the environment. He's using his skills to take on an army, 
and I, I think he's going to pull it off brilliantly uh, just by the, the, the few seconds we saw in the trailer with the um, the explosives that go off across the, the, the roadways of the ranch as the trucks are driving in, you know, the, the crossbows at the door. Uh, obviously, he's going to he's going to heavily prepare himself for a solo battle against the small army. Mm-hmm. And obviously, through his experience and all the things he's done uh, over his years of service, it doesn't seem implausible to me that he could, you know, set up a scenario in which he has an advantage over a huge amount of people. And I think that it's going to get executed well based on the the small vignette we saw in the the teaser trailer i don't think that that should be off-putting to anyone yeah no uh, agreed now uh, is there anything else from the trailer that i missed or that you wanted to talk about i I think we hit a lot of the the high points of it well you know one thing that stood out to me is that they made a point to show the the machete knife Mm -hmm. that he had that it's still there we don't know necessarily uh, – he, he obviously pulls it out. There's someone who's suspended. We don't know if he's freeing them or killing them. He's got an angry look on his face, so I'm assuming he's killing them. But that's an aspect of Rambo, especially from the previous Rambo movie, that kind of stuck out to me that um, you know we're, we're going to see some of the – well, at least brutality of an angry, triggered Rambo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That we saw in the last movie. Let's see. Uh, what else did I have? Um, well, there was a the short bit where you see him drawing the bow. Yeah. That's definitely a callback to previous Rambo movies. Uh, we, we've seen his mastery with a bow before. Um, you know, oh, the, the quote, I want them to know death is coming. That really speaks volumes about what he experiences in this movie that... Mm-hmm pushes him to get to that mode again. Yeah, and you believe uh, it too. Yeah, oh, That's a character you believe stuff when he says it. Super convincing. You know, we talked about a lot so far on this, and I, I just think that, you know, Rambo fans, you know, after watching this trailer, I don't know how anybody could not be amped about this movie. I, I really feel like Sly is going to deliver this. It just, it lo- everything in this trailer looks incredible. It looks totally Rambo. A lot of callbacks to stuff we've seen before. And I just, I don't see how this can be bad. I think this is going to be an incredible end to the series. Yeah. And what do you think of the, um, the song? What is it? Old, old town road. Yeah. yeah, Well, (laughs) they, they, they cleverly use that while he's riding the horse. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it was well placed in the trailer maybe it'll be used in the same place in the film it didn't throw me off at all i mean i thought that it was a good song choice for that horse riding scene where uh, rambo is doing some horse tricks and, and spinning around in circles and stuff so um it, it wasn't a negative yeah uh, for me well you know, i mean trailers are designed to do one thing yeah. and that's to get you to want to go see a movie and i think it totally did th- this trailer definitely delivers that and the, the choice of using a a very popular song uh, from yeah. uh, from the time it definitely helps get eyes on on the movie uh, that that might not have yeah. had eyes on it before. And I, I want I did want to talk to you about this too, Jeff, because okay. it feels like 
Stallone is doing a lot more advance work hmm. for this Rambo film than he did for Creed 2. He was in France. Oh, he did. Yeah, uh, definitely. He, he was in France a couple weeks ago um, where the, we, he sort of talked up this movie mm-hmm. and they're prepping, I guess, a, a new uh, restored release of the, I, I believe, First Blood and the, and the sequels. Mm-hmm. But do you think Stallone's at a point now where he knows that there, there's two things going on, that the Creed franchise isn't dependent on him? Mm-hmm. And that Rocky sort of has its own audience that doesn't really need to be prompted, and he knows that maybe Rambo needs a little bit more attention. Or what's your takeaway on it? Or is it just him yeah. really wanting to make sure that the word gets out about this movie? Uh, mixed feelings. Mixed feelings on that. I I I definitely agree that he. Well, I I don't want to speak for Sly, but you know, Rocky has got a lot more press over the last few years than Rambo has, obviously, with the Creed franchise. And, you know, Michael B. Jordan does an absolutely over-the-top performance uh, as Adonis Creed. And, you know, Rocky is, as much as we hate to say it, a, a secondary character in those two movies. And Sly did a phenomenal job in both of them. I adore both of those movies. They're, they're both incredible. But they're not Rocky movies. And, you know, I, I think Sly, Sly is great at marketing. And I think that he realizes that this is his project. He's the star and he needs to get out in front of it. You know, uh, there was very little that I saw uh, marketing for Creed two uh, on the part of, of Sylvester Stallone and, mm-hmm. and rightfully so like let Michael B. Jordan get out in front of it. It's his movie. Yeah. And I think that this is Sly's, you know, taking up the mantle and saying, listen, this is my movie. This is this is my franchise. It always has been. Let me get out in front of this. Let me market this. Uh, let me get the fans amped up. He's got a, He's got a fan base to talk to. And, you know, it only makes sense in my mind that he would get out and talk this movie up more than he talks about a movie that he's got a secondary character in. Yeah. You know, yeah. Creed movies are not marketed as Rocky movies, although we as Sly fans see them as Rocky movies. They're really not Rocky movies, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a good point. And either way, it's good to see Sly getting the word out about this, yeah. this movie. And I, and I think as we get closer to release, the excitement level will increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another thing that I'm really looking forward to is I kind of know that we're on an upswing here with action movies. You know, with the John Wick and the, you know, how successful that that's been, but it yeah. feels like we're getting back to a place with action movies where they're allowed to be brutal and R-rated again. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to get into a whole societal discussion <laughs> on this episode talking about a trailer, but yeah, it feels like action movies have kind of been sidelined. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while and i mean with the exception of the expendables movies and you know it, it just it, it feels like it, it may be time for you know the quote-unquote quintessential 80s action movies to rise again and uh, i kind of hope that we're going to get back to that place uh, at some point I, I i don't know where the movie industry has been for the past decade or so it's kind of been all over the map but you know if Sly were to usher in another era of action movies, that would be very apropos. Yeah. Because he he was one of the kings of action 
uh, for the longest time. And, and who better to know how to make action movies than Sylvester Stallone? I mean, you know, I, I don't want to overhype this movie. Um, you know, there's been a lot of disappointments uh, in, in the past, not slides, but there's a lot been a lot of disappointments uh, over the past few years as far as action movies are concerned. But, you know, I'll go out there on a limb and I'll say that the superhero genre is completely overhyped and overdone at this point. And I think we're kind of poised for a return of really fun action movies at this point. And I, I, I'm welcoming it if it's going to happen. Yeah, and this will kind of circle back to what we just discussed for the last 20 minutes, which is that I think Stallone has been able to bring back these characters and create new ones like The Expendables. Oh, yeah. Um, because he has an inherent understanding of two things. Mm-hmm. How to create characters that people care about, yep. um, but also what audiences want. And I don't say that in a bad way, because knowing what an audience wants isn't the, the same thing as pandering to an audience. And a perfect example right. from Sly's history would be First Blood. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody that's listening to this doesn't know that in the, the novel, Rambo dies. But mm. Stallone knew, as he was adapting that that book, that he couldn't go that direction. The studio fought him on it. The director fought him on it. They let him do it his way. And the audience got it. And I think that is, you know, uh, you know, example number one in the, in the sense of knowing what your audience wants doesn't mean that you're going to pander to them. Exactly. And, and his, you know, praise his insight for knowing that he needed to leave it open because if the movie was a hit, people are going to want another one. If you killed off the hero, you can't make another one. So, so praise him for, for fighting for that. And, you know, he's, Sly's got a history of fighting for what he wants. And, you know, and it doesn't come from a place of hubris. It comes from a place of knowing, uh, you know, how to make a movie. Yeah. And like I said, you know, like I said, whether he kills off Rambo or not in this movie, uh, the decision I know comes from the right place. Mm -hmm. So, I, I am fully confident that I'm going to walk out of this movie satisfied. Right on. And I, I look forward to it. And unfortunately, we don't have living situations anymore yeah, that allow us to go I see this movie could, together. We I have another... such good movies about seeing John Rambo with you, man. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, rem- I, I remember that day fondly, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're on, not, we're on different coasts now, but, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll connect uh, on air or off air after we both see it and chat about it. So, so Jeff, yeah. I just want to say that um, I'm so glad we were able to do this um, sort of trailer reaction slash discussion. And we're not quite done because even though they weren't here with us live, Mike Kunda sent in his thoughts. And we also got some thoughts from Jeff Ferry. So we're going to play those both as we end this episode. So, Jeff, is there anything you want to, uh, to say or talk about before we, uh, we step aside for the other guys? Yeah, I want to really quickly say it's been amazing to be back in the Slycast seat again. And I I miss Jeff and Mike, and I hope that someday soon we can all get together and record an episode together as we've had done in the past. Like, I've really, really missed this. And I really want to say to all the listeners out there and all the supporters who stuck with us 
while we've been off the air, we, we love you guys and thank you so much for your enthusiasm and your support. And we're all still here. <laughs> it, it's just been a rough go for, for some of us. Uh, some of Life us have gets other in the projects. way, man. It's, it totally does. Yeah. It totally does. And, you know, a couple of, I mean, Mike Hunda is a busy guy. He's got his tours. Uh, he's got the documentaries. There's so much going on. Jeff Ferry's got another podcast. Uh, I've got a podcast network to run too. Craig's got a, a busy life. And, uh, you know, thank you all for sticking with us. Really happy to to have you all here. And, you know, we should probably do more of these little mini episodes. Totally. uh, Just to keep things going. Yeah. And, you know, they're really easy to prepare for. They are. (laughs) (laughs) So people might not be too happy about us coming back when we do, because as as exciting as it's going to be to sit down with you guys, we got some bad movies on the horizon <laughs> we do we but you do. know what we'll cross that bridge when we get to it so jeff uh, it was awesome it's always it's always awesome talking and connecting with you yeah man our podcasting history goes way back six years yeah yeah so um i look forward to talking to you on here on slycast again and we're going to step aside now and let mike and jeff share their thoughts have a good one All everyone right. hey guys can't wait to hear you Okay, <laughs> this is the Italian Stallion chiming in on Rambo Last Blood. Well, I gotta tell you, it was pretty darn good seeing that trailer. I actually got chills twice. One of the things I absolutely loved was seeing Rambo sitting in that rocking chair. I thought that was very interesting because we know what's about to come. Or are we seeing that at the end of the movie, once Rambo is recuperating? And does he recuperate? You know, I heard through several sources, Stallone was very unhappy with the direction this Rambo was headed. But he was being a good soldier, so to speak, and he was really uh, doing everything he could to promote this. So, knowing Stallone the way that I do, um, I know... This is going to be his last Rambo, and he wants it just to be as good as it possibly can be. So when I heard after the Cannes Film Festival that he went back and did a whole bunch of reshoots, I said, good for him. He knew he wanted to do these reshoots. He knew he wanted to make it better, and he is. I think this is going to be absolutely top-notch. I love the way the trailer, the vibe of the trailer, you know, the I don't know if you want to call that country music. I'm not exactly sure what you want to call it, but I think it works. Uh, there was also a 30-second uh, clip Stallone put out on his Instagram with The Doors. Uh, I, I don't know the name of the song. I'm not a big fan of The Doors, but that song was fantastic. Rambo is in the cave, and he's uh, I think he's cocking the shotgun, and he stands in that shaft of light. And Jim Morrison, all we hear is, no one gets out alive, everyone dies here tonight, or something of that nature. I just thought, yeah, this this could really be brilliant. And of course, you know, Rambo dealing with all that he must deal with, um, maybe much like Rocky, this is where Rambo gets to purge his demons. I, I don't know. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. And, uh, you should be too. <laughs> five to one, baby. One in five. No one here gets out alive now. You get yours, baby. I'll get mine. Gonna make it, baby, if we try.
all you Slycast fans. This is Jeff Ferry live from inside his car on 295, sitting in traffic. Uh, this is the reason why I could not meet up with the fellas to uh, do a review of The Last Blood, but I'll give you a like a two-minute quick take of what I thought about it. I have to admit, when it was announced, what, six months to a year ago, I was, to say the least, not very excited about it. I thought that the last Rambo ended just the way I wanted it to. He kind of, you see him walking home, you never see him quite get home, but you're glad to see that his story is kind of wrapped up. Plus, I enjoyed the last movie. It was a nice high body count. But it was, it kind of straddled line between uh, Rocky, Rambo 2 and 3, where it was kind of craziness, military stuff, and the original Rambo, which had a little bit more heart to it. And that kind of had a little bit of both in the last one. Uh, Then the trailer came out. And I gotta admit, uh, I don't know what the movie will end up being like, but they definitely had a home run with the trailer from my point of view. Um, I'll speak first as someone who likes Rambo already. Of You see a lot of... It's it's the Rambo you know exists now after four movies and been through this for 50 years. He's super jaded and he just wants to be left alone. And of course, someone's gonna not leave him alone. So all those people are gonna have to die. I also think this movie might actually do pretty well because that trailer was good enough, I think, to appeal to casual Rambo fans who might be like, oh, you know, I kind of enjoyed those Rambo movies that I saw when I was a kid or in the 80s, and it looks like there's actually something going on here, and it's painfully obvious this is going to be the last one, one way or another, and, I mean, the trailer is just vague enough where you can't really tell, I mean, you can tell he's obviously fighting somebody, we're led to believe it's the cartels, but does it matter? I mean, like, that's why they're not prom- they're not prominently featured, because who cares? It's it, This is truly the story of one man, of, like, you've watched, if you've seen all the other movies, you've watched his journey from, like, coming back from Vietnam, where everybody treated him like garbage, to having to go back there, and then you saw the warrior part for a couple movies, and then you saw in the last one, he was kind of just, like, almost, like, trying to run out the string until he died. And in this one, it seems like maybe he found some level of peace, and, of course, as always happens to every character in a movie when they find some level of peace someone has to come in and ruin it so that's what looks like it's going to happen um i don't have too many other thoughts about it like i said it's your typical trailer from today where you can't really tell much of what's going on which is fine i really don't want to know what's going on um i will say this my guess would be i'm 99 percent sure he does not make it out of this movie alive um, I mean, there's um, maybe you could dig deep into the internet and find scripts or thoughts or outlines. I don't know any of that stuff. I don't. I don't do any research. If you've ever listened to any of my podcasts, you already know that. Um, I would assume he dies in this one. Like, I think they'll take a little bit different track than they did with with Rocky. I think it'll be this is the movie where you can give him his big hero's death. Um, interesting in the at least in the preview that from what I could see, it didn't look like he. Since they don't really show an inciting incident, you assume that he would have somebody he's protecting, whether it's an innocent or a family member of some sort. But, like, I couldn't see that in the preview. I'm wondering if that'll be, like, a second trailer. Because otherwise, like, if he's just fighting to protect his land, it's like, I, I mean, I know you love your land at all, but you could leave. <laughs> all right, well, uh, hopefully uh, the other guys had something actually interesting and exciting to say and weren't just trying to kill time uh, instead of getting out of their car and just stabbing the, the motorist next to them who is vaping so much it looks like Cheech and Chong's car. All right, hopefully uh, also we'll, we'll do a movie sometime on Slycast and, you know, cover, do what we're supposed to do. But, you know, it's not my fault. It's mostly Mike Kunda. I mean, the, the guy's just incorrigible. He just, he's out there. He's just like, 
meeting Stallone and like, you know, being popular. What's his problem? All right. I'll talk to you guys later. They can do this stuff.